welcome to another episode of The Blacksmith's Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. And me, Mark. Jeez, a nice normal introduction this week. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's get into it. So today, I made chicken soup. Oh no. Man said, oh no, he does not rate To be honest, I, I didn't even taste it before I, I left. Like, <laughs> like when I cook, I, I, I never like taste it until like the day after because it takes a lot of energy. <laughs> I don't have the stamina for it at all. Wow. But you know, whilst I was, I was, I was, I was making the soup, because soup, soup does, um, doesn't take a lot of concentration, so, so, so it gave me time to think. Talk <laughs> about <laughs> not being able to multitask. And, yeah. and, and, and the thought for today was... <laughs> this should be interesting. It should be. I think I want to donate sperm one day, you know. Why were you thinking about this whilst cooking soup? I have no idea. It just popped into my head. What colour did your soup look like? <laughs> it was normal colour soup. But, yeah, I think I'm going to donate sperm one day. Why? Just to see what happens. Just to see, just, <laughs> just to see who pops out as what? a result. Because I'm curious. I, I feel like if I, you if I donate... Now listen. If I donate, then there's like a million multiple, multiple, multiple more chances of my offspring being someone great one day even though they're all going to be great because they've got my DNA but they might be like a track star so technically you don't trust your wife no but shots not even but I just want to see I just just want to like practice like this this, this whole variation thing you know see 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 what could come up um, come up as a result of cross breeding (laughs) I don't, wait, I don't understand. Why? What? First of all, why are you thinking about this on a? Was it a Sunday? Was it yesterday or today? It was today. So on a Sunday morning or afternoon, whenever you're thinking about this, why are you thinking about this now? And also, why is? Oh, why is that? Why is that important? Like to, just, to diversify or, or whatever. No, I'm just curious to see like what my gen- genetic capabilities are. Want to see how, like how far? Then have more children with your wife, because but if, only so many if you, if you, you donate sperm, mm-hmm. are you going to be in the kid's life? Depends. Depends if they're shower or not. If they're what? If they're sick, then, 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 then they'll be involved. If not, well, you know, sometimes experiments fail. Are you hearing this guy? So, if if they're not, how would you know if they're great? Then, do they have to be great from a young age, or no? I, I just keep tabs on them. How? How would you know who took the sperm? Because you can... I, I swear they can tell you. No. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. How do you know? They don't, because I've, I've seen documentaries. I'm not talking from experience. It's sad, man. <laughs> you know? That, that kind of confidence when it comes to the experience, man. <laughs> literally, yeah. Like, from what I know of it, um, you give your sperm... Actually, no, let me do the research. Let me because the research. I, I, I know... I thought... I don't know. Again, I don't know much about this, but I thought... It's a matter of if you give your sperm, you have to give all your details and all your vital statistics. And then if someone takes it, they can trace it back to you if they want to. Yes, if they want to. Yeah. But then you looking to diversify, how are you going to keep tabs on it? Um, I, I, I just don't understand. I don't You'll understand. just know. Like, when you see someone great, you think, yeah, he looks, I see myself in that person, you know. You'll see yourself in all your kids because they're your kids. Yeah, and then the ones that are donated kids 
Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll see myself in them as well. And then, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Does donating sperm count as adultery? If you're fertilizing. That's not your wife's. That's crazy. I think it depends on the context. Um, if you're married and you're donating sperm, sperm I'd be like, yo, like, why are you married donating sperm? Like, your wife should be the only recipient of your sperm. But what? if you're single, I, I don't quite know what. It might, it might be the same thing. Your wife should only be the recip- should be the only recipient of, of you. I know that um, Proverb five um, speaks about um, pouring your water into different streams or something like that. But that's speaking about sleeping with different prostitutes or whatever. Mm. But you should only drink from one well, which is your wife. Um, but technically, you don't drink it from other wells. And that's, that's all about saying it, it doesn't exactly correlate. But it's like. Ah, it's actually a tough one because I can't think of a clear like biblical reference as to why it's okay or why it's not however it's the idea of you know donating sperm nowadays I guess apart from maybe people who are, uh, are struggling to have children you've also got like gay couples and um you know um lesbian couples that are investing or you know utilizing those services so my question is uh, you know if you donate in sperm you are you are not you're not technically going to be in that kid's life per se as a father should be in the life of his kid if that makes sense mm. not to say them going to any couple or um you know, whoever picks them up, single, married, whatever. Not to not to even talk about that, but to talk about the fact that you are going outside of the lines of of you know the the, the infrastructure that God seems to have defined to bring up kids, if that makes sense. As in, a kid should be brought up by their child by their parents mm. in the natural sense of things, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I I don't know if I can if I if I can say it's right or wrong just it's not it's not it's not normal well there's actually a reason why I'm talking about this sorry oh go on doing the research yeah um first one you won't get rich oh really don't expect porn your sperm must be of top not vintage so you can't come with weak <laughs> sperm and expecting to, to be accepted no. yeah it's standard procedure is it and you are not anonymous. So, from what I understood about what they said, <clears throat> your children can track you, but you won't be able to track them. Mm. Oh, boy. Well, I'll find them, man. You sound like from any stalker. I'll, I'll find them. I, I, I don't understand, but let's, let's go on to talk about why anyway. you're talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> this randomness, trying to find if you've got the X gene or something like that I don't know okay so this lacks six six degrees of separation so obviously sperm become babies swear down yeah. <laughs> <coughs> and I was watching the news the other day mm. which is very rare and I saw this court case about this guy in the wheelchair who won this case that said that um, um, buggies have to give way to people in wheelchairs or buses okay yeah because I think what happened was he tried to get on the bus, and there was, uh, was a wheelchair place, and then they asked uh, the lady to remove the wheelchair. Uh, I mean, um, the, 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 the pushchair, mm. and she said, "Oh, it can't fold." Mm. And then that was it. Nothing else was done. Mm. But apparently, 
wheelchair users are supposed to get top priority, priority over, over, over yeah. everyone. So so yeah, so, so so now the law says that if there's if, if there's a wheelchair coming on board, you have to give them give them space. Mm. Which is I don't know. How how does that relate to you giving sperm? Sperm becomes babies. Babies are in the buggies that are stopping wheelchair users. This this, la- this train of thought does not make any sense. So you're thinking. I about, just explained the train you're, of thought. You're thoughts. thinking about a guy in a wheelchair, and you're like, "What if that was my baby? What if I donated sperm and that random woman is carrying my baby? How would I feel not knowing that that was my baby?" Is but that I what I said? Be. Is that what I said? That's not, that's not what he said. That's, that's not what you said. I said sperm is babies. Babies are in the buggies. Buggies are stopping wheelchair users. It doesn't make sense. It's too random. It still doesn't make sense. It's too random. It makes sense. It makes sense in my hands. Um. You remind me of one of my boys, like, I was driving in his car, and then he was like, randomly, he was like, how much do you think it would be um, to produce electricity out of woods? I'm like, like, how did we get there? Out of what? Out of wood. <laughs> and I was like, how did we get there? And I was like, yeah, like, I was thinking about making bread. <laughs> and I was thinking about... <laughs> I was like, what? I'm making bread. I'm thinking about a stone, um, stone oven, and then like wood. And I'm like, right, bitch, I was living in the woods, and that's all I had. And I'm like, could I make it? I'm like, bread. How did you go from bread? It's such specific <laughs> randomness. It makes no sense. But that, well, it, okay. it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else as long what? as it makes sense chew, to you. Chew, 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 chew. Hitler's mentality was the same. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, wheelchairs and wheelchairs and pushchairs and and, and buggies and stuff. Yeah. Do you know what? I think um, I don't think there's any clear verses where it's like don't donate sperm, but like a gen- quick uh, survey that I just kind of ran in my head. I don't think the Bible necessarily supports it, um, because when the when procreation was first mentioned, it was mentioned in the context of a couple, Adam and Eve. Mm. You two are together. Be mm. fruitful and multiply. Um, and so, like, procreation has kind of been associated with, with, with couples, with people actually coming together and, and doing that. Obviously, in the Bible, it has happened outside of it. But it's always been endorsed as a couple. Um, and even looking naturally... Um, unless there's a guy who is impotent and he's like, all right, cool, let's go get a sperm donor and try to get a baby together, blah, blah, blah. That's a slightly different situation. But, like, most... Why is that different? Because it's a couple deciding together that together they can't have a baby, so they're going to rely on someone else's sperm to... I mean, in essence, that's kind of what Sarah and then Abraham did. Yeah. Almost, they went for an egg donor as opposed to a sperm donor. Yeah. Um, which was not wrong <coughs> in and of itself because that's what they did in the culture mm-hmm. but was not what God has promised yeah. which was the only issue and it's so, like when yeah. a woman kind of decides upon herself not say, obviously she has the right to do that um, decide within herself that alright I'm going to go to the sperm bank I want a baby I don't necessarily want a man I just want mm. a baby so I'm going to go do this It's it's almost forcing that baby to live without a father because you want a baby mm. it's almost it's all, obviously you can you can find 
a guy who who will accept you and accept the baby and kind of be a father figure and stuff. But it's almost as, as though like you're going along this journey and bringing this baby up without a father figure, simply because you want a baby, and it's almost selfish. It's mm. there's difference between if you had a one night stand and then you got pregnant and the guy dust or you were in a relationship, you got pregnant and the guy went away and you didn't have an abortion. I think, kind of like looking at the motives behind it. Um, but I have to admit though, I think your motive for doing it is kind of selfish as well. Oh yeah, I mean he wanted to see if he's going it, to produce it, the next... No, 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 hold on, The next hold Professor on, Xavier or something on. like, some Wolverine thing. For, for, for the betterment of the world. Because when the next oh Professor Xavier God, comes, this guy, this guy, he will so save what, you all the think, you think his loins, <laughs> your loins, literally, literally, is like it's, it's like the bedrock of civilization or something. You never know, but it could be. It could be. Someone thinks that they are God's gift Mate. to humanity. No, no, Mate. no, no. Man's humble out here, isn't it? <laughs> man's just a man's just a vessel to be used for the glory of God. <laughs> the blasphemy. <laughs> yeah, actually, before before we move on, though, it does it does because. Like like Mo was saying, like like we said, it, it goes away from the original order of things. Ugh. That said, there's grace and you know, you've got single yeah. moms that are doing the right. Yeah, definitely. But then you've also got women who for council house will go and get pregnant and they want nothing to do with the yeah. guy. They don't really want the kid, yeah. they just want the house. <laughs> so all of that. But then talking about sperm donation and unnatural ways of, of um conception what do you guys think about the whole um, three-person babies? So they've they've What's they've, they've like so is it like so so got mothers where they put the egg? no no so oh. now they've actually got they've actually I think done one kid I think one kid's actually been conceived this way. Um, he has DNA or he or she I can't remember who has DNA from the mum and the dad, and also specific DNA from uh, a third party. So you've literally got three people coming together to make this child. I feel that's unnatural. Yeah. Oh, I mean, of course it's unnatural. I think we need to like just you like start to, to like try and play God. Yeah. So yeah. with this one, it was it was specific with the mitochondria in their cells. It, it's it's to avoid a very specific disease. That's why they did the research, and that's why they um uh, brought in that third person's. Uh, DNA and that third person DNA doesn't necessarily contribute to any of the physical attributes of the person. Mm-hmm. Also, look like the mum and dad. Also, have most of their traits. But it was dealing with the mitochondria of the cell. Now, obviously, for me, it's like that's a starting block. Mm-hmm. But well, what do you guys think? Like, when it's to avoid like disease and stuff like that, is it justifiable? You know, especially for to say as well that yeah. God gives the um, imagination and the creativity for the science that, that develops those things. I think um, God gave the imagination and the science to create a gun, but guys, but humans have abused it. Mm. To create a knife, but humans have abused it. Mm. Um, I think we can abuse science. Um, I, th- I always kind of draw a line where I'm like, if you're not Christian, you've got bigger issues. Yeah, yeah. So... Like, I'm not saying continue with your genetic mutations or whatever, blah, blah, mm. blah. But I'm like, fundamentally, I'm not going to hold you account to my set of principles and my set of beliefs and stuff because you don't adhere to that. Yeah. So I'll be like, all right, I can't hold you, I can't hold you to my, to my standards. Mm. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I still, based on my standards, I see as every 
the Bible says that whilst you were in the womb, I, like I knew you, I formed you, I, I knitted you um, to Jeremiah the prophet. And it, it's true of everyone. Like um, even David says that your handiwork is great when he was looking at himself, mm. kind of implying that like he was created specifically by God. He was having a robot moment. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. But um, David was a painting, so you know. So like, fam, you need to reevaluate your status, your sentences. Yeah, so you went to go and steal someone's wife, and he got away. And with conflict it. never left his home. <laughs> no, no, he didn't get away with it. <laughs> so I, I see it as, I see it as, as a Christian, we can acknowledge God even in disability, mm. and we can still grow the child and serve the child to God's glory, even in this ability. Yeah, I was going to say that, like, um, trying to alter DNA as a Christian, mm. it's almost like you're belittling God's grace being sufficient. Mm. Because it, 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 it's, it's almost like you want to live, I don't know, it's like you want to live a life without affliction, mm. or like certain afflictions that, that, that they may have come across, but there might be a reason that God wanted you to go through these things mm. for his glory. It might not be easy, but you know, it's not life was never meant to be easy. Yeah, I mean, you got the you got the blind guy at the no, not the beautiful gates, but you have got the blind guy that the disciples asked God, "Oh, whose sin is the cause for his uh, disability?" And God was like, "Not his mom, not his dad, but it's purely for God's glory." Mm. And then and then Christ healed him. But my 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 thing is where this is now just a niche thing, and it's like you know, state of the art and. There's only one kid that's been done. Eventually, they, uh, the, the way I see it, inevitably, eventually, it'll go to the point of, you want a kid to have blue eyes, we can do that for you. You want a kid to have, you know, a pointy nose, we can do that for you. You can custom design your babies. Like, I, I don't see any way that this doesn't go that way. Yeah. You know, even from now almost going, okay, we can increase the chances of you getting a boy or a girl, to, oh, we can give you a kid curly hair. You know, my thing is when it becomes mainstream, the same way as when paracetamol became mainstream. And now if you've got Christians that are like, I'm not going to take medicine, I'm going to pray for God's healing. Sometimes we look at it some way like, like mm-hmm. mm, what do we do then when Christians are thinking about stuff like this? You know, maybe not the uh, shallow custom design babies, like I want my babies that have blue eyes or whatever, but... <laughs> If we're like, oh, we can prevent him from having these diseases, if we splice the DNA like this, at what point, you know, where, where do we draw the line, really? Especially when it becomes mainstream in the same way as paracetamol or ibuprofen is mainstream. What about stuff like plastic surgery? You know, and yeah, you've got, you've got stuff like that, even, even being an example as well, you know, where... Or Botox. Oh, well, but, but that's, that's what I'm asking. Where, where do we draw the line? Uh, it's 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 a it's a it's a difficult thing I know, but do you know what? I, for me, for me personally, based on my convictions, it's not a difficult line. Mm. Um, I see it as anything that alters the natural makeup of a human being should be avoided. Speaking um, about makeup, what do you think about makeup? That's not altering the natural uh, makeup of something. But then something like aspirin thins the blood to bring relief. It alters it. Mm-hmm. Or something like, um, uh, I, I don't know, um, mental drugs will 
force the production of dopamine. Or Viagra. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> just say it. Do, do you know what? It's like... Um, like they, they alter the natural yeah, soul. Yeah. So. Um, mental health drugs. Mm. Um, I, I, know a, I know a guy who, who had mental health issues or was diagnosed with mental health about, issues. Yeah, and he was saying literally the drugs that were given to him was... The, the side effects was suicidal thoughts, mm. um, depression, gaining weight. Like, he, he, he listed, like, bleeding through the ears, mm. um, losing consciousness, hallucination, hearing voices. Mm. This time, like, he was diagnosed with bipolar. Why mm. are you going to try add suicidal well, thoughts? And, it, yeah. mm. and it's like, he, he literally said that as he was taking the medicine, he did start getting suicidal thoughts. Mm. And he gained a whole load of weight. He wouldn't leave. He suffered with depression. Um, so I'm not. I'm not saying this to be like if you have mental health, don't listen to medical advice mm. or don't take what they're saying. But it's like listen to your body as well. Mm. If your body is not reacting well to it. Let your doctor know, because medicine does say if you have any adverse effects, let your doctor like listen to that advice. Um, mm. The reason it could be a case of me taking it for granted because currently I have everything working well, mm. relatively well in my body. No need for Viagra. Um, no need for Viagra. Amen. So it could be that I'm taking it for granted, mm. but in terms of headaches. I personally don't like taking tablets and stuff. Um, but if the headache is too much, it, it's like a form of pain relief. Um, I'm not saying... It, 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 you know, it's... It's not something that I kind of consider too much mm. um, and try to break down so much in terms of faith because it is, as you said, in terms of God has given us the intelligence mm. and the ability to do these scientific um, experiments and to gain stuff that will help us. Mm. But it, it, I feel it gets to a, to a very great area mm. when we're cutting ourselves to put silicone in to appear more appealing, mm. physically appealing. And or we're injecting Botox into our lips, mm. getting tummy tucks. Mm. Get, it's like if if you were once overweight and you lose weight and you've got saggy skin and then you get the skin cut off, I cannot slightly understand that. Um, gastric pi- bypass, so mm. they make your stomach smaller. I don't know if I can understand. That. I, I can I understand. Feel like that's, that's that's just like a, like a lack of self discipline. It's like you, it's it's almost as though like all right, I struggle with porn, so I'm going to put on computer blocks mm. to prevent me from going going to those sites. Mm. But this is more physical. Mm. I struggle eating, so I'm going to put a physical block on my stomach so mm. I don't eat as much. Mm. It can be argued like that. Mm. So, so for me, that's that's almost borderline. Um, but yeah, it's like I hesitate because of almost the human nature to abuse things mm. um, when we start altering genetics. Mm. So how do you feel about gen- genetically modified crops and stuff like that? 
I'm sure I've eaten a whole okay. bunch that's of them. That's the scary thing. I'm sure that I've eaten a, a whole bunch thing. of them. Um, like even I was I was actually thinking a little while back. Even seedless grapes. That's what I was about to say. Seedless <laughs> grapes, like literally, how? Mm. Mm. I, I I think they are genetically modified to take the seeds out. Yeah, well, yeah, I think they've been modified, obviously. But I don't know. I don't know if. Yeah, I don't know how. And it, it, it's like, I back seedless grapes on a regular basis. Leia loves them. My wife loves them. They're so convenient. Mate. <laughs> like, literally, when I first started eating grapes, I had to split it open, take the seeds out. And I was like, seedless just... So it's like... I can see it from the convenience side in terms of food. Um, in terms of the supposed shortage of food. Mm. Um, because in the West, we do have an abundance of food. Whereas in in like Africa and Middle East and stuff that there, there is a, a supposed shortage of food mm. um, so if, if everyone just shared I don't think we'll be in the situation but <laughs> hey <clears throat> so yeah I think I'm, I'm really hesitant and I I personally avoid anything that kind of goes against the natural grain mm. um, and not natural grain in terms of what the world is doing but natural grain as in genetically what was supposed to happen. Mm. Um, so genetically, um, boys are meant to be boys. Mm. I avoid going against the natural grain, not because I'm afraid to stand out, but it's like nature, the laws of nature ensures that everything progresses, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And to kind of go against it, it's almost like cutting the progression of hum- of humanity so I'm like mm. you can argue yes if everyone turned gay we could um, still in, um, inject uh, inseminate whatever blah 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 and mm. still populate but it's still an artificial like means to propagate mm. and it's kind of going against nature mm. But uh-huh. but, the, but then how would that be different from the important guy then? If, if because they're they're still following the natural processes, but nature has determined that he's important. So then, so then, hasn't nature decided that he shouldn't be producing offspring then? So 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 so, so that should be him done. The same the same way that Peter said. Um, when the guy that was born blind, Jesus, Jesus mm. said, this, this was for God's glory. Mm. So I'm not saying it's for God's glory that he go gets a sperm donor, mm. but it could be for God's glory that even in his impotence, he still gets a child. Mm. Mm. It could be through adoption. Yeah. It could be through whatever. But it's, it's like, to still kind of continue, even despite the odds, mm. um... I just think life, in and of itself, is sacred. It's precious. But, but how do you know that him not having kids is God's plan for his life? Well, how, do, how does anyone know any of these things unless you, with, in your relationship with God, are able to determine? You know, and, and that's that's you. And I guess it comes back to that idea of if you don't know Christ, then you've got bigger problems anyway. Yeah. If you do, then it's it, it's prayer and it's, exactly. it's it's God saying to carry on. And, and again, it, as with all sort of decisions under under these circumstances, it's hard to 
determine this is God's will, this isn't, but there are ways to do it, you know, we can pray for confirmation. Yes. Can, uh, I definitely prophesy all of those things, you know. Mm. Um, what, what, what do you think about, about all of that, like the genetic modifier? And you also mentioned, um, like stuff like, uh, plastic surgery and stuff. Yeah, Viagra. Yeah, Viagra. Jeez. Hopefully I don't have to use that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think even, even if I had to, I couldn't, because I can't swallow pills. Maybe you can't swallow pills. Like, like my tongue, like, physically stops the pills from going, going down. You have no discipline to swallow pills. <laughs> but anyway, um... Crush it and sniff it. <laughs> what is it, crush and sniff it? <laughs> like cook it. <laughs> um, plastic surgery. Yeah, I, I feel like the world we live in is too visually, sexually driven. Mm. Which is why people are... Yeah, you know, which is why plastic surgery has become what it is mm. but even then like people go and get nose jobs and stuff can't say that's, that's for like sexual reasons it, it, it's well I mean with all of these things with all the cosmetic things it's, it's, it's make it's, it's make so look physically yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's all yeah. surface level and you know I, it, it's it's hard to say that because some people are like well I need the confidence and I have the confidence and ideally hopefully we get your confidence from other places than things that will wither away and mm-hmm. die you will grow old you know, even if you find a technology to, um, to to halt the process, you will still grow old. You know, it's there's there's a beauty and and, a, and an honor to it. There's something about being distinguished as an older person. So so it's 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 not something you need to yeah. fight against as much. And the only reason we do is because we are shadow and we are vain. But then, you know, you've got people that will will legitimately. They can't go out the house without makeup, makeup and, and yeah. then who am I to criticize that if if I don't know their struggle mm-hmm. or if I if I don't know how difficult it is for them even if I think ideally you shouldn't need makeup mm-hmm. I wish you didn't need makeup I, I, mean, I find yeah. uh, I find the immediate thing that I would address is not kind of telling them you don't need it I would be like just pouring into them like like God values you he, mm. he it's like mm. like a sense of worth that mm. isn't based on the way you look but rather God how God sees you mm. um, one thing that you said Peter said as well that I really just wanted to hammer on is if a Christian was like <laughs> sorry guys uh, Robert's playing with his Robert's playing with layers of bricks on the floor he's on the ground literally it's so much fun I've been falling down <laughs> he's put up like six different really designs so far today, he does you know even the tire it's not all that man no but he does like Ugh. it's actually why are, why are you hating why are you hating he only thinks he's got no you know what wait when he was coming let me show you the message he set on he already thinks he's God's gift to humanity but like if you know you look good you know you look good innit I tried to do I went a suit a tie and a shirt I applaud you about thank you Jimmy thank you Peter's are here I don't know why they're both hating on me Peter's angry just because you can't see pictures on his phone it is again yeah I look kind of dapper in a suit you know yeah that's what I go on snapchat be like I'm feeling myself today some days you just are okay Anyway, so um, what are you guys talking about? Makeup? Nah, 
Well, Robert started, yeah, by saying he was thinking about donating sperm just to see if his offspring would become great. Oh my he, he believes his loins shall produce the next the Einstein or something. I think I've got, I think I've got the... Do you not think, though, that regardless of what potential is in your DNA, if you give your sperm to a waste mum, your child is just going to be waste? That's why he's willing to... No, 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 because, no, no, the way I see it is, even if the, the, the mum is waste... His sperm is superior. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 so... Superior to circumstance, yeah? So the child will be at least half amazing. Yeah. Half man, half and amazing. Do you see why I don't want to encourage him? <laughs> and basically, no, I'm not finished. And a criminal mastermind. <laughs> and any child who is half as amazing as me. Half as amazing as me. Oh my God. Do you guys see? Do you guys see what I'm trying to preemptively? He will change the world 10 times over. It's good, it's good that you believe that about yourself, I do, man. I do. Everyone, everyone has to have dreams. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. You don't know. You started talking about, um, like, just Sorry, stuff. guys, I know you've heard this already. I just walked in. So, yeah, stuff that, like, it. alters um, genetics. So, Peter was saying there's been a new... There's three, been a three-person baby. Yeah. So, baby's got three people's DNA. Oh, yeah, because they're trying to play God. <laughs> That's exactly what I was saying. That's true. Um, They've been trying... Do you remember when they were cloning sheep and that? Dolly. My, like, Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> she died. She died a couple she years died. ago. She, she died. died. Yeah, she died. died. Um, I shouldn't... That's so cold. Um... <laughs> It's just a sheep. How tight were the sheep? Only, only the vegetarians would get upset. <laughs> it's not food unless something dies for you. Would you clone yourself? If, no, if no, you no, no. That would so be this, that would be the greatest fight, though. This three-person baby. Am I to assume it was two eggs and a no. one? Sperm? No, it's it's a sperm and then an egg, and then a specific like part of the DNA regarding the mitochondria to avoid a specific disease. This is okay. what I mean. Is for now that's. That's, That's what, what they're right doing, now. but inevitably, <coughs> yeah, they're kind of building, building I mean, to get custom babies. So yeah. you want your child to have yellow Blue eyes? eyes. in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. Design kakai game guys for one day. Babies, babies will have wings. Do you know what? I'm done with you. I'll be kind of sick, you know. No, no, we're sons of God. Of God, goodness. Okay, so carry on your conversation. So, I'll just, um, I'll okay, just, and, and then um, they evolved into that. You got a question for me? Yeah, that's yeah. what you mean. From, from a from a female perspective, I am female. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be worried if it, if, if it goes otherwise. Um, what's your view on um stuff like um we're talking about um plastic surgery, plastic surgery, and, and, um, makeup, makeup, Botox, implants, all of them kind of things. Hmm. I th- I think it's. A sorry state of affairs. I think in some situations, plastic surgery is really good. So, mm. for example, if you're in an accident and you Burn move off your face yeah. and, yeah. you know, things like that, which are unexpected, um, I can see where it does a lot of good. Mm-hmm. I think people can become obsessed. I think once you start trying to fix how God's created you, there's no end to it. Mm. and people that I've seen on TV and stuff that have plastic surgery they're aspiring to look like a certain type of person Mm. and so they're like oh I'm just going to get my nose done again do you know what I mean it's a constant okay it looks okay but it's not perfection it's not perfection Mm. so Mm. it kind of consumes you and you become very focused on your outward appearance um 
so yeah me personally i don't wear makeup i wear makeup at like weddings and that's if someone comes to do my makeup because i don't own any and i don't have the skills so <laughs> i just don't and i have <laughs> I grew up in a house where my mum didn't wear makeup, so I never had makeup to play. Just a good household. Um, <laughs> and my dad was always very much. <laughs> my dad was always of the mindset to me that natural beauty is better, and you don't need to add anything to your face. So, <laughs> sounds like a wise man right now. <laughs> so I think where it's possible for makeup to enhance what you have, and when I do get my makeup done. I'm like rasping. Yeah. The power of paint. Oh, like oh, paint. <laughs> the it power is of though, paint. it is. You're just painting your face. Like But you know what? Alright. Well I just saw a picture of the other day where they need to Yeah, we had when I was working in the Sainsbury's yeah, we had one girl that like would literally just dip her face in, in the foundation. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know the ones where you just open the foundation and just Yeah, like yeah. yeah and I think it. it's like so you she opened and then just pow put her face into it, yeah. Like, the man them in the shop used to call her Clayface. <laughs> not so rude. Um, if you're listening, I apologise on behalf of them. She does, um, she's not listening. And I, I think that, um, to be fair, makeup artists and girls that can do makeup, it's a lot of skill yeah. involved. So, clap for yourselves, isn't it? Like, you learn how to make yourself look good. Deception. Um, my thing is, if. I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with wearing makeup. Mm. I think it's when you can't go to the shop or you can't open it's the front door. Needing or, it. You know, yeah, like yeah. you. And I think as well, makeup has definitely come a long way. So when my mum's age group were wearing makeup, it was a bit of powder, a bit of lippy, maybe some mascara. Now it's like we've got fake eyelashes, we're contouring our noses. Um, Putting on highlighter, on the brows. Do you know what I mean? Like that it's it's layers and layers and layers. Like even when I watch makeup videos on YouTube, I'm like, who's got time for this? Oh, they got time. This is intense. This is long. This is why girls are when they go. And then, do you know what I hate the most? Like when I go to try on a top, like in H and M, and it's got makeup on it. Yeah, mm. it just upsets me because I'm like, you just took it over your head, and all your, your whole face is now on the top. <laughs> so, I think. It's, it's it's good. It's like putting on earrings or putting on jewelry. Like, you want to just... Rub it. <laughs> just give Sorry. it up, bruv. You can, you, if you want to just make yourself feel a bit extra special, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think, uh, you know, I, I'm being idealistic here as well. Okay. But I wish... I wish we were in a, in a place where we... Like we were satisfied, and and this is as a general populace because nowadays it's a few people that are satisfied with not, you know, needing makeup, you know, and mm. only wearing it when they want to wear it. Or and, and as you said, there's nothing wrong with wearing it, but then there are only a few people that are like, you know, I'm okay as I am, you know. But I think as well, it's it's got to do with also how men are. Well, yeah, and that, that's what I was saying. Like, I wish we were in a place where. 
we appreciated that. Yeah. We appreciated like in in Ghana, there's a um, there's a in, among the Gans, the Gans, um, Moses people. There's a, there's a there's a saying about if you're going to look for a wife, it translates to if you're looking for a wife, look during the Hamatan. Um, and that's when it's like super dry all the lips are cracked all, all the legs are cracked and it's like if you find a wife then or find someone then that looks beautiful mm-hmm. even under those circumstances now obviously all they had was cocoa butter and shea butter yeah. so they're not making up but if you find someone that looks good under those harsh conditions you know they'll look good anywhere and it was a thing of appreciating that natural beauty um, um, and I, I wish guys were at that stage where we're not as easily fooled by the contours. <laughs> um, uh, but also where but girls are just... confident in, in, in their natural state. Yeah, definitely. But I think, <clears throat> apart from the people that, that over, over, overdo it, yeah, mm. for the most part, when the girls wear makeup, she looks pretty. Mm. For the most part, when girls are not wearing makeup, they look pretty. Yeah, but what I'm, I think if it was a, if it was a thing where... It didn't look good. Then it would go out of fashion. Does it though? No. <laughs> because, sorry, because show me sorry. the picture that you just had on your phone. What I'm saying is, most of the time, my point. If a girl can accentuate the parts of her face that she likes, now the features of a face that stick out most: eyes, yeah, and lips. Now, all right. To me, she's slightly overdone. Because the complexion on the half of her face is not her complexion. Oh, she's two different nationalities in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then I would say that that's overdoing it, right? Because she's given herself she's given herself a tan with foundation. Um, so yeah, I think it can even even out your skin tone, give you a bit of a glow, especially when you wake up and you just look haggard and you're tired. No, but it's it's not that. Sometimes I'm panda eyes you know? don't come off with That's blue. what I'm saying. You need a little concealer just to make yourself feel better. No, but guys have to deal with it, so why can't girls deal with it the same? Yeah, but you lot are not under the same yeah, we pressures. Are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Not on your face. Maybe go gym and bang weights, but not on your... I don't feel like... Are females, like, by, by gender predisposed to what more sports than guys or something no like i'm that. not saying about more sports but i'm saying like you can see a um a boy yeah that's not nice looking and he's got bare nice girls lights or not because he's got money money he's got muscles he's got something right a girl <laughs> <laughs> what oh no this is something i'm not gonna say, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. this is a christian <laughs> This is a Christian podcast. Well, you can say anyway, man. What were you going to say? I think Peter knows what I'm going to say. Well, I don't. But he's I think... <laughs> oh, he's hacking. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's got extra inches. Who knows? Yeah, but... With girls, there's more of... Not just from boys, but against each other. There's more competition to look pretty. You know, like, when you go to a place where there's lots of girls, yeah... And I'm gonna I'm gonna call out the black girls right now because this is I can talk from that perspective, right? Sometimes I go to an event 
and I just see clones. Oof. I just see clones. Mm, like, mm, they've all got mm. the same Brazilian hair in. Mm. They've all done their eyebrows on fleek exactly the same. They, they're they all wearing the same body dress. Like, it's just like, yeah, I yeah. could spin around yeah. and I don't know you from your brethren. Like, everybody is just looking just like different they... different colours at Power Rangers. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> come out the factory line yeah. together. Yeah. There's there's a image of what beauty looks like, and people are just trying to fit into that. Yeah, and that's 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 what I actually wanted to say is that it very much seems though we're moving or have been moving towards Bless you. <laughs> moving towards a society that is more visually concerned. So it's like everything is about yes, being... photographer. Let's talk about it. Right. right. <laughs> Being like visually appealing, mm. so um, media is always pushing out these quote unquote perfect bodies, perfect looks, perfect this, perfect that, and then um, as day to day citizens, we're trying to mimic that and trying to copy, it, and that becomes the norm and the standard that we're trying to live, aspire to, and we start holding each other accountable to doing this, and that's why even now, like plastic surgery is on the rise. Mm. Um, like people are killing themselves in the gym just to hit a certain standard that they've kind of set as I need to hit this to be worth anything and it's like it's very much like visually led and it it can be more detrimental than beneficial more more time I, I get that but I also think we well I believe we should be pushing against that yeah and I, and I think we do but then when I see people come church and your eyebrows are like oh, drawn fleek. on, like you know. Your eyebrows are touching your forehead. It's it's, it's that. <laughs> you know, why have you drawn on emoji on your face? Like it, it's it's. I, I I feel like. You know what's annoying? Girls will shave off the eyebrows to and draw it on. <laughs> they draw you. To draw, on. have one permanent facial expression because that's all they need. Wow. It's it's like I. I <laughs> I think it's it's important for us to push against. It's just that shock. <laughs> constantly. <laughs> Why are you constantly surprised? You've seen this before. <laughs> you know. Come on, what's that called? Shock. You've seen it. Shock. Do you know what it is? I think you, <coughs> Peter and Mike, anyway, you're talking <laughs> from a perspective of having girls that are not like makeup. Yeah. Girls. Yeah. That are beautiful without me. No, but I'm not saying. Lots of girls are beautiful without makeup and they yeah. still wear it. Yeah. But I'm saying you both have girls that are not obsessed with it. Do you know so what? That, that was actually one of one of the things I looked for. A woman who was confident enough in her own beauty not to rely on makeup. I think that's number three on Robert's list or something like that. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> what you number three? I don't know. It's, it's, I think it's number there. two. I think it's number it's two. It's up there. It's up there. I know it's up there. It's number two, I think. Number two. <laughs> I, 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 I agree, but I think as well, if if you're with the right guy, like, a girl shouldn't wake up in the morning feeling, I don't believe anyway, you shouldn't wake up in the morning feeling insecure. And I think, in addition to, as Mo, you said, society leading to that, mm. if you're with someone, they should be able to feed into you. And that's exactly what Mo said as well. I should be able to feed into you. I don't think I totally to, agree with that. Oh. No. Okay, well. Because... Like, you know, like, your other half has to say nice things to you. So, it's almost like... No, but then, I know when I know when you believe it. And and it, it's worth something, if that makes sense. Even if it's just at home, you can be comfortable to be yourself. It's worth something. And and I think it builds up. But then what, 
what I, I, I found is, especially with this whole like events thing, mm. is like you have to you have to be a level up because like you like um, just like how in like a lot of corporate worlds, it's it, it's a thing that women have to wear have to wear high heels. Mm. You know what, I actually disagree with that. I think, again, it comes back to what Jamelia was saying. It very much depends on the sphere which you are exposed to a lot. Because in my apprenticeship, the woman who coordinates it um, is, is big people's. But literally, she will come, no makeup, just dressed. Or like She's literally like business stuff and trainers. And she will come lead up like she'll set up the whole lunch get speakers blah 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 she'll come she'll talk and then she'll just kind of sit in the corner and then kind of do her own thing and it's i'm not kind of saying that she just kind of hides or whatever but it's, you can see like a sense of humility in that and i guess so i think what jamila said is very true in terms of it's what you're exposed to and the context is that you're you're used to um yeah um, I just wanted to go back to something that Peter said. I don't necessarily think that all girls that wear makeup mm. are inse- are insecure. I think oh, they yeah, just no. think. Yeah, I think yeah. they just feel a bit more turn up when they feel more confident to face the world when like they got a bit of something. Yeah, on their yeah. Face. No, I completely I'm understand. Just like when you get your sh- your shape up and you, you feel yeah, you that just power. feel a bit like oh, feel that power. <laughs> Personally. Yeah. Mm, nah, no? nah. Uh, it's for me. It's... So what does it for you? What is the when is do you feel the most confident? <laughs> Sometimes I'm super special. <laughs> no, like after proper, like you know, you've prayed. You're you're in tune. When you, you know when you feel like you're in tune. Not to say that we're not, but when you feel like yes. So when you uh, come I'm out there. of the presence. <laughs> Like, the hairline and that, I've, I've given up on my hairline. 
I've given up on my Accept hair. Like, you know the ones there's like I'm seeing like three, four different patches coming up on my I've given up on it. But the beard is still going strong. It's still going strong. So I'm like, bro, like when when I go to the bar and I get that nice little shape up in that, yes. Yeah, he walks the in the house oil. three inches taller. Mate, I've got, I've got <laughs> the beard oils upstairs and everything's there, yes. But I think consistently was when I was going to the gym. And again, yeah. that, that was that. Yeah, that gym. He's like, look at my back. You know, you know what it was? I'm look just standing in front of the mirror. I'm like, so strong. <laughs> I'm so strong. After you bench press a bit, yeah. You know what just want to be like, mm. But it's like, now being in a position where I physically can't get there due to tiredness and so many things that I'm doing, mm. I've realised how much that played on my perception of myself. Mm. Where I was like... It literally became part of my identity where people now see me like, raw, like you gained weight, blood. Like when I saw you, you had that trim. It literally became a part of what I was known for, mm. being that martial arts gym guy. Mm. So I had people literally conversations were just all about gym. Like I want to get hench. What do I do? That's so why I was like an informal personal trainer, mm. and that was part of my identity, mm. and it felt good. Because I dedicated enough time to this, I had done this. I was fat. I lost weight. Um, I, I was maintaining it. I was looking good, and it, it yeah, it, it did feel good. And now that I'm not in that place, it's like I look at myself and I'm like, "Blood, you need to go back to the gym." Mm. I think, like for me, I think <coughs> maybe the reason why that aspect doesn't get to me as much is just by nature. I like I I tend to do things that. I am scared of or that I don't like. So, in in the same vein, like on physical level, um, if if I see like my belly's a bit out or something, where I know that would cause me insecurity, I'll wear a shirt that doesn't hide it. If that makes sense, mm. just because for me it's like that's a challenge I have to overcome. Mm. And so because of that, that aspect of things doesn't like I can be looking. You're weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I pretty much am. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to wear the baggiest shirt that I've got in my housemate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's, but again, I think it just comes down to something interesting someone said is more often than not, the things that are of the devil come via the eyes, and the things that Ooh. are of God come via the ears. Like, we faith comes by hearing, mm. but then lustful things is by, you know, mm. D- David's second look kind of thing, you know. So it's, it's it's always interesting how it's the visual things that are going. But then again, nowadays, I mean, what we're hearing as well is becoming just as dangerous, Maybe. you know. So. Mm-hmm. Next will be smell. Anyway, you know, I, I think I've been nice place to, to round off. Yeah. Have you seen? Just just talking about my sperm has produced such a bountiful conversation. <laughs> bountiful. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> just talking about it. It was like five seconds. I wanted to kick him. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't construct a sentence with my sperm and bountiful. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be in that sentence. <laughs> like, oh, even conceptually, my sperm is fruitful and produces. Fam, you guys are all involved. You guys are all parents within this conversation of my bountiful. No, don't say there. I have nothing to do with your sperm, mate. <laughs>
know what? I want to see Robert's face yet when he gives birth. Well, not him, but when he gets his first child and they're doing something just stupid. <laughs> I just want to see his, his disappointment. He's going to look so confused. <laughs> He's like, no, but my sperm, though. Like, <laughs> no, no. He's actually about parents' <laughs> evening, yeah. They're like, look, look, he's not, he's not doing well, innit? Like, we're, we're quite worried. You have to give him time. <laughs> you have to give him time. He'd be like, no, no, you don't understand my sperm, The expectations are so high. Do you know what, yeah? It reminds me of Kevin Hart when it's like his daughter was just taking balls to the face and he's like, you're making me look bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's, it's not bad to have high hopes for your offspring, innit? Yeah, you should have high hopes. You should have high hopes. Yours are just exceptional. You just think that your kid's going to be the next saviour of the world. Mate. They very well could be. Oh, my God. You already have the saviour, man. That's Jesus Christ. It's cool. Yeah, on, on, until he comes again, we need the interim. We need the interim. We need the interim. Interim saviour. Anyway. I'm just holding the fort, guys. You know who the interim saviour is? The Antichrist. <laughs> yeah, he's also, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the intro to the intro. <laughs> I'm done. Anyway. That's what I'm going to say. Guys, let us know what you thought about anything we talked about today. You know, I wanted to talk about wheelchairs and disabilities today. That just that's just an oh, sorry. It's just an tangent. What's that tangent? But see, the sperm is just that powerful that it just does what it wants. Anyway. Gosh, this is going to be the title, you know. I don't know, if, I don't know how that's going to work. Um, sperm. <laughs> and sperm is that powerful. TBF 52. You done, nope. <laughs> um, shout out to Fathers Arrive. Mm. For the intro and outro music, yeah. hang tight, Calvin Turner for the ordinary Mason logo. You can find us on. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on all good podcast websites. Just search for the Blacksmith's Furnace with an apostrophe. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the Blacksmith's Furnace no apostrophe. Twitter at the Furnace UK. You can email us at tbsfurnace at hotmail um, I think that's everything. That is everything. Um, yeah. Handles, tags. Uh, uh, you got H means H. H who means is H. a documentary location and lifestyle photographer. Right. Um, I'm laughing just gets gets longer every time you see it. <laughs> uh, check check his check his uh, Instagram out when you see his work and you hire him, he'll come and he'll do your stuff for you. I still doing discount. If if you if you holler uh, Blacksmith Furnace, you know, yeah, holler me direct. We'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> this You've got um, writers and scribes. Yeah, yeah. Well. Writers with a Z N scribes. With a Z. Uh, dot, dot org. Dot org, not dot com. Yeah. <coughs> Where's the next writers block? Next writers block is the first of February. She, she don't know. The first one was hard. It was Robert was there. It was good. It was really good. Yeah, um, met, met some interesting people. Yeah. Cause had some bars. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got... Uh, Popey Po, mm. um, on the second Sunday of the month, can't remember what, what, what that date is. Um, hashtag My Funny Valentine, that's, that's, that's hashtag for, for this. For this My month. Funny Valentine. My Funny Valentine. Trust you. Yeah. Um, Do you have it's the 12th. It's the 12th. No, yeah. no I don't. Ordinary Amazing. <laughs> No, oh, yeah, no, 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 because I'm doing some changes to that. Oh, so no. nah, I'm making some changes. To oh, that, okay, so. okay, yeah, okay. That's, that's, it's, that's, it's, that's, it's in the woodwork. <laughs> um, any, any married men that have um, any words of wisdom for Peter for his first year, uh, if you'd like to send us an email, for real, we're collecting. Mm. 
Are we really? Yeah, well, we are now. I'm, I'm, I'm collecting information from everyone. Oh, please. How are you? You're, you're not even like, you're single. You're not even like, You need to have a ring to be qualified to give advice. I'm not talking to you. Oh, all right. Alright, good. Shout out to the Faith Girls Cafe. Yes. It will be, will be, will be featured in them in February as well. Actually, that was that was interesting conversation. That was it. Was, I finished editing the. Uh, finished editing the pictures, the video. So, should be good. Mm. All right. Well, I guess this is the Black Smith Furnace signing out. Blow. Bye bye. <laughs>